Welcome to the Improvement Imminent Podcast. I'm Philip Weigel, here with my brother, John Michael. Together, we set out to create a better program that can bridge the gap between gyms and help more athletes improve their fitness. Each week, we ask ourselves, what can we do better? And we challenge each of you to do the same. Our mission is to share our knowledge from our nearly two decades of experience as CrossFit athletes and coaches to help you approach each day's training with more purpose. Welcome back, everybody. We are running a new podcast, or well, another podcast. So we're going to lay out the week and then go back over some of the more crucial details that we think you guys need to focus on. Remember to take a look down at the episode notes where you'll find all of the workouts written for the week. So stop asking me what we're doing tomorrow. It's in there. Go look at it. Inform yourself. All right. You a little bit fired up there? Man, so many people. What's tomorrow's workout? I don't know. Did you listen to the podcast or read any of the places that we've posted it? Say the names. Say it. Say the names. Do it. There's too many names. I can't I can't even because there's there's several names. All right. Take take it upon yourself to know what you're doing, and then you can prepare yourself better. Take a look. If you've got bad overhead positioning, then you know we're doing presses tomorrow, or Monday we're doing Diane, then on Sunday night you should be doing some mobility. You should be working on your overhead position. Right? It's not rocket science. The little things add up. So take a look at what's happening. Be better informed. We're really trying to help you guys do that. And then you can make better decisions on how you train. I like it. Um, so just overviewing this week, uh, we're changing up the strength a little bit. We are going to be doing um, a squat and pull this week for three days. And then we're also going to be working on some more technique work with a barbell. So we're going to be doing a squat and pull and then some more technique work with a barbell. Uh, we did some technique work this week. It's pretty similar to that. Yeah, we're building off the yep. hang clean work that we've done, the high hang and then regular hang clean. We're going to branch down into a low hang clean and then do a little complex where we do a one, two, three. I think we're going, what is it? Is it high, middle, low? I think it's high, middle, low. High, middle, low. So it's we're trying to advance what you guys know and understand about how to do that movement. I've seen some decent progress already. And people at CLE, so hopefully we continue that. Um, and even down here at Cadre, I was coaching a couple of the morning classes, and we had some good movement going on. People were moving the bar well, moving their body well, and I think understanding positions in a way that's pretty important. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so let's dig in. Let's start Monday. We actually have a highlight. We are going to be doing Diane. Well, let's just let's just talk through everything. So Monday okay. we're going to throw in some back squats. Um, five sets of five. Then we're going to do Diane, and then we've got some post-wad to do some pulling and some, some ab work, V-ups or lemon squeezes. Tuesday, we're continuing our high or our hang work, this time low hang, so a little bit below the knee. And then we've got a 10-minute AMRAP of double unders, toes to bar, double unders, chest to bar. So you got a little double complex in the gymnastics pulling range. And then double unders. Yay, double unders. Ugh. Yeah. Then, uh, a little post-wad after that, we've got Wednesday, some more of the back squat strength. We're going to do five sets of three this time and mix in some ring row sets, uh, intervals to follow, doing some maximal efforts. Uh, we'll come back and talk more about this. We're going to ski row and bike. Um, th- this is going to be a good day for training. It's not going to be a comfortable day, but it's a good day. Thursday... Skill work, doing high, middle, low on the hang. And then a four-round workout, pretty short one though. Some ab mat sit-ups and a heavier weight on a thruster. Then uh, last day of the week, we got Friday, where we're going to do 
back squats at 90% or more, and just a single, right? So five heavy singles. And then some more ring rows, but with a supinated grip, so our palms are turned up rather than uh, turned down if you're, if you're holding your hands on a table. It's like the equivalent of a chin-up. Yeah, yeah, it's the chin-up version. Um, workout after that, three rounds, doing some rowing. Uh, or actually, you get to pick your poison on the machine. Uh, kettlebell swings, heavier, and then strict ring dips or strict dips or band-assisted dips or box dips, right? But a difficult, more difficult dip for fewer reps. We'll post-wad doing some step-ups after that, uh, trying to understand how to control and shift weight and use legs evenly. And then last, not in the week, but on our weekend, Saturday, we're going to partner up and do a 25-minute AMRAP. So all of you people who like long workouts with your friends, well, this is a long workout, and hopefully you have friends. <laughs> nope. We don't have to worry about you on on Saturday, do we? No, I'm going to do it solo. <clears throat> Ooh, I'm thinking, dude, that would, thinking I'll probably get, you know, three, maybe <coughs> just into four rounds solo. That would be so bad. That would be a, well, I mean, what am I saying? I do, yeah. What's your friend time? Why are we going back to that? Um, all right, so let's uh, let's go back Monday. Um, so Monday we're going to definitely talk about some stuff because yeah. back squat, 5 by 5 right? We did a bunch of front squats last month, really, and hopefully our back squat's pretty solid, right? We're not saying that you need to find a 5-rep max. We want you to lift pretty heavy. Um, most, of, most of these classes, I've encouraged people to start at a pretty reasonable weight for their first set and then build on the second set, and then by the third set, you should be moving something pretty significantly heavy. And your last three sets should have a lot of difficulty in them. All right, there's some rest time in there, so mobilize between your rounds. <clears throat> then we're following that with a benchmark workout, Diane. 21, 15, 9. We've got handstand push-ups. Deadlifts. Oh, I'm sorry. Deadlifts and handstand push-ups. We last tested that on May 10th of 2019, so it's been almost a year. May 10th? As far as, yeah, that's what I found when I, when I looked back. Um, nice. So I could be wrong. No, 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 you're probably right. I just want to look at SugarWad and see yeah. see what May 10th, 2019 gives me. I can look at people's times. I can call them out on the podcast. Oh, boy. I'm let's, just kidding. Let's, I not, let's not waste time with that. Uh, so attack that workout. Attack that benchmark. Oof. And try your best to do good reps, right? Yes, you can probably put your hands out a little wider and get your handstand push-ups done faster, but are you actually performing at your best or are you just kind of cheating the problem? I would encourage you not to cheat any problems. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Because it's not going to help you when we go to put a barbell overhead and you don't have your hands as wide, right? You have a narrower grip because you just did a clean. So understanding how to use your body effectively, not just cheat a movement standard that's something that i really think a lot of people should focus in on yeah absolutely um it's one of the ones that's it's a bit quicker my suggestion for you guys is if you haven't been doing this already maybe try going double overhand on the deadlift um i've played around with it quite a bit now and i found it i think it's helped a ton as far as my position goes and it's helped a ton as far as my cleans actually i found uh doing this clean cycle that we're doing playing around with the cleans going double overhand has just put me in a way better position um and so it's helped me a lot when it comes to that. So if you guys have never tried it, I'd say give it a shot. Uh, it's a little different, but it... I feel as if it's not going to be a popular move. Cause no, probably not. Because I know not. a lot of people are a little hook grip hurt. 
from this oh, last week. From the remaining deadlifts? And the and the hand cleans. People haven't been using a hook grip, man. Helps build thumb strength. Yeah. You gotta you gotta use a hook grip. <clears throat> um if you want to double overhand those deadlifts, my suggestion, go pretty quick on the deadlifts. That's not where you should be resting. The rest is going to happen on the movement where you're going to fail, which is handstand push-ups. Yeah, bounce the bar for sure. No. Right? No. Really let it rebound off the ground. No. Rip it up. No. The more bend, the better. Uh, what Bend of what? The arms. Of the rules? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the open. As long as your judge isn't looking. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't as do that. As long as your judge isn't looking. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Then you're not um, being judged. But we're going to follow that with a little bit of a post-wad, uh, as Phil said. Um, we're just going to be working on some <clears throat> horizontal pull-ups with the barbell. This is actually something a little different. I feel like we should go over it because it's different. Yeah, this so is... it's, it's a ring row but on a bar. So we're going to put a bar in a rack relatively low, mm-hmm. and then you're going to lay your body out as horizontal as possible, and you're going to pull your chest into the bar. But make sure your head is out. make sure your head is inside the rig. Because yes. if you lay the other yeah, way, don't, don't you, might ac- you might accidentally pull the bar off and onto you. Yep. Although it would be fun to watch. <clears throat> well, hopefully the coaches will help set people up properly. You never know. You don't ever know, but hopefully. I wouldn't want you as my coach. <clears throat> Anyways, <clears throat> on to Tuesday. Uh, let's highlight that skill real quick. Um, we're going to be working once again with cleans the hang, um, yeah. but we're doing a low hang. So just below the knee. Basically, we're going down to the same position where we've been going with all of our Romanian deadlifts. Yep. About two inches below the kneecap. And that position is going to feel a lot like a Romanian deadlift, and we need to pull the bar up and over the knee and then allow the knees to scoot forward into the position they were in when we did our hang cleans this last week. Yeah, I love the way we've been doing these hang cleans because um, starting at the high, going to the mid-thigh or just above the knee, going to the low. um, Really, hopefully what you guys see is that each position is part of the next. The high is the very top position. We've used all the hamstrings to get there. The mid kind of hang is going to be that mid-pull position where we still are engaging our hamstrings, but we're working towards the high. And then the low is... How well can we clear our knees, get to the mid mid hang, and then to the high? Um, so hopefully you guys have been trying to apply the positions, and you don't treat all three of the lifts like they're different, um, because well, the high is seen in every single one of them. Making sure we get to that position. Yes. So, but but they are definitely different. Like the low hang, you're starting with a very hamstring dominated position. Oh, absolutely. And you have to get over the knee and scoop the knees forward to be in the mid hang mm-hmm. to then push up and through the high hang. Yeah, so but making sure you're hitting all of them. You hit all of yep. them, but understand the difference so that you can move from one into the next fluidly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but just hopefully you guys have seen the connection there um, and you haven't just said, oh, it's a low hang. I don't have to worry about hitting the high hang position because I know that can be a tough position for a lot of people to understand. Yeah, I've definitely um, I've pushed people to be a little bit uncomfortable. And in doing the hang cleans yesterday, um, I made myself a bit uncomfortable. I didn't lean over as much as I usually do. I kept the bar a little bit higher up my thigh, and I made sure that I had more quad load, and I was doing more of a push, less of a pull. Because um, personally, I know I need to work on that, so I made sure to slow down and work on it. Right. Don't rush through these. This is a chance to work on precision, position, and speed. Ooh, I like that. PPS. No, I don't like it anymore. I uh, liked it when you said it, but now when you said PPS. Oh, come on. Don't be a hater. Uh, I think everyone listening to this podcast is going to hate that. PPS? That sounds terrible. 
Anyways, Tuesday. Um, anything else we want to highlight Tuesday? All the other things that we're going to do this February. Actually, every single person that listened to the podcast came up to me and said, John Michael, you're right. It's pronounced February, and it's not February. I don't care how it's pronounced. I'm talking about how it's written. And dude, I had someone... Say, uh, say I had someone agree with me that it should say be Wednesday. February. Say Wednesday real quick. Wednesday. No, you don't say that. <laughs> you absolutely don't say that. I bet if we go back in this podcast and play when you said on Wednesday. On Wednesday. I bet you didn't say Wednesday. <laughs> All right, I got to start saying that. Well, you have to say it with everything that. Well, we're not to Wednesday yet. You so already. Now you, that we're how did you just say Wednesday? It? I'll say Wednesday. You just called it Wednesday. Wednesday. See, now you're just changing it because I called you out on it. Okay. You don't actually believe that's how it's said. Well, I do say February that way. No, you don't. Yes, I do. I've known you for 22 years of my life, and you've never said February. Oh, I don't know what you just said, but February I have oh, said. Oh, my goodness. Yes. That's ridiculous. It is that you're disagreeing. You're just doing it because no one else is doing it because it's stupid. But All if right. anyone else on this podcast says February, it's actually not stupid that you say it. It's only that Phil says it. It makes it stupid. Um, a lot of exceptions. Now we're on to Wed- Wednesday's day. Uh, we're going to be doing, what, like we mentioned, we're going to be doing some back squats and some pulls. Yeah. Um, I think what we really need to focus on here, though, is those intervals. Because this is that third highlight that I want to pull out for the week. Yeah. Right? So we've got two minutes to complete each cycle. And we're not going to take nearly two minutes. We're doing two rounds on each machine of a 10-calorie ski for guys. And a seven calorie ski for ladies, right? And that's within a two minute window. So you have a lot of rest time. What we're trying to do is sprint all out. We're talking about like 20 seconds of work, aren't we, John Michael? Less than. Well, it depends on your capability, right? I'd say, oof. I mean, when it's that short, it's really just about starting it. It's really about how quickly and how efficiently can you begin from dead to getting the flywheel going without wasting three or four seconds Mm -hmm. of not maximal pulls. So how good are you guys? I'd say, um, especially when it comes to the ski, beginning that thing is a little bit tough. Um, Treat it like you're treating the row. We teach this where we do uh, leg drive only as the first pull, then we do leg drive, lean, partial pull, and then you're into a full stroke. Wait, I thought I thought you were supposed to go arm yank, arm yank, arm yank, and then use your legs. Oh, it's actually scientifically proven. If you sit there and you just use your arms like 12 times, it's going to get you going. Well, but why do all the games athletes do arm yank, arm yank, arm yank? Uh, I bet I bet Rich Froning did it one year or something. I don't, uh, I don't know. It's like, uh, who knows? But either way, if you talk to ski, If you talk to any rower, <laughs> they will tell you. To start by driving with legs only because yep. it's your biggest, most powerful group of muscles. Well, with the ski, it makes sense to really just drop the chest and yep. engage the lats on your first pull and then maybe do it again. And then by the time you're into your third pull and the flywheel has spun enough, you can start to throw a full stroke in and follow through with the arms. But those shorter strokes that have the more powerful components are where you're going to gain speed in less time, right? Because you didn't take a full stroke where you had a big mover and then a little mover. You did two small strokes only with your big movers, and you can produce way more force that way. Absolutely. And then you can get into your rhythm, and then you can pound out another 15 strokes, and then you'll be done. 
because it's going to go by fast. Yeah, I think I do I do three strokes to get started. My first one, I don't even use my arms. Yep. I just drop my hips. My second one, I drop my hips and chest, and then I use my lats a lot to just kind of finish that pull. And the last one is when I finally use Throw the through. arms to finish. Yeah. Um, on the bike, I was going to ask. Uh, Stand-ups. I was going to say, should stand we stand up on this one? and punch about ten times and then sit down and punch faster? Yeah. You gotta, you gotta just push those legs. As well as, should we talk about damper settings on these real quick? Um, no, I think we should. I, I think there's a lot of confusion as far as really? what damper should be at when it comes to maximal effort and calorie output. Your rower should be between four and six, depending on your height and power output. A taller person should go a little bit higher. A shorter person probably a little bit lower, right? On the ski erg, we're probably talking about between three and a low, low, low five, five. Yeah. right? The same sort of equation. On the bike, um, probably a little higher. Probably like, uh, I mean, it depends. I, I think I'll probably put this at like, I might even put it all the way up at a 10. Basically, the higher it is on a bike, it's like changing gears. Right. It, I went up in gears, so now I'm in a sprinter's gear, and this is a sprint. Right, I'm going to sprint in my biggest gear so that there's a greater conversion ratio of power going into my rear wheel. Well, when I'm sprinting on this bike, I want to feel enough resistance that me going really fast is productive and I'm not just spinning my legs into nothing. Right, You need to feel weight as you push the pedals down. So it's going to feel super heavy to start, and then as you pick up speed, it'll balance out, and then it'll just burn because you're putting in work. Um, on the bike, ah. I think I think on the first two rounds, the super sprinty rounds, I'll probably be up around eight or nine, I think. And then in the the next series where we do another two rounds of this time twenty calories on each machine, or ladies fifteen calories on each machine, um, I'd probably drop my damper down a little bit. But the bike's the only place where I would change that damper between the efforts. Right. Right. But because 20 calories is going to take me a bit closer to a minute. I don't know that I can sustain quite as much force output. So I'm going to possibly reduce the damper a little bit so that I'm still sprinting, but I'm not overtaxing my legs with too much weight. I like it. Does that clarify things? Yeah, absolutely. I think people think that a higher out or a higher damper setting is going to equal more calories. Um, but it's just the understanding that there's a maximal range as far as output and what you can sustain so making sure that you guys don't just ramp it up real high thinking is going to help you uh, it's really going to hurt you if you guys can go a little lower and a little faster you guys will get a much much quicker turnover and a much better output there that as well as what when you ride a bike you change gears no oh yes yes most people right if you have the option you're probably going to use it on a rower Honestly, you should be acting as if you're in water, mm -hmm. in which case the properties of the water and Ooh. your displacement of the water via the boat you're sitting in, science they stay relatively stable. So we really shouldn't change the factors that we're pulling against because you'll learn to pull poorly. Right. Right? You learn to do things wrong when you're trying to yank against a different load. So you should learn to productively force that load to move with your legs the same way every time and then you just speed up your cycle rate when you're going to be doing it for less time legit i like it yeah i like quick, it 
changing the dampers on rowers. So dead sprint. Yeah, dead sprint for the first two rounds of each machine. Yep. And then we've got another two rounds on each machine. We've doubled the the, uh, the calories. Woof. And now it's it's still pretty fast. It should be less than a minute. And if it's not going to be less than a minute, maybe we need to adjust those calories. But not a dead sprint anymore. I don't think it's it's just you got to back off maybe a little bit. I think your dead sprinting days are over after those tens. Because <laughs> you get a lot of rest in the tens and the sevens. Right. But you get half as much rest. Right. About well, something like that, right? Yeah. You're getting a minute-ish of rest, a little bit more than a minute of rest, hopefully. Whereas before, you were getting like 90 seconds of rest. So it's it's going to hurt. Push through them. Go as fast as you can, but try to be consistent. Don't don't blow up in the first round of the of the second series and then end up limping your way through these. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. Well, that's what we wanted to uh, kind of pull focus to for the week. Hope you guys enjoyed the training. Um, I'm happy with where things are going. So this week we've got more of those back squats and we're doing ring rows or strict pull ups, kind of more of uh, a push pull. Whereas next week we're going to step back into our Romanian deadlifts and our strict presses. So we're not done with those yet. We are going to go revisit them and do them a little bit heavier this next round. Sweet. I like it. It's going to be a good week. Absolutely. I'm excited. Remember, move better. That should be your priority, not just faster. Ah, Or heavier. Or heavier. Absolutely. All All right. right. With that in mind, we will see you all in the gyms.